Hi, I'm Charlotte. I'm a therapist based in little old New Zealand. Life is too short to walk around feeling crap, so come and join me as we explore how to feel better. Whether feeling better for you is about managing anxiety, improving your relationships, lifting your mood, or working out who you are in this world, this is the place where I hope you will find some strategies and insights that will help you feel better. Thanks for joining me. Well, hello. Welcome to 2024. As if you needed me late-ish in January to be saying that to you. But anyway, I don't know about you, but for me, my new year as a mum doesn't start until later into January. Uh, Let's be real, kind of into very late January or February when my kids are back in their normal routine and I can get kind of back into the groove of what life ordinarily looks like for me so if you are a parent who is out there surviving school holidays at the moment I send uh, my love to you although I have to say that for our family these school holidays uh, they haven't been without their challenges but we're just noticing that each year is getting that little bit easier we can be a bit more adventurous it's easier to fill in the time Uh, you know we've got our youngest is not quite so desperate to go to sleep into the early evening and so we can kind of stretch and push out socializing over this time and we've been camping and there's been lots of swimming and picnics at the pool and all sorts of different things so we've had a really nice summer it hasn't been without the usual kind of ups and downs and moments though and uh, certainly like we've had our share of sickness we had a child with chicken pox just right before Christmas which was challenging fortunately the people that we were hanging out with uh, over Christmas all either had chicken pox already or um, they were older or whatever and so that kind of all just didn't really matter but yeah we had that kind of viral illness time that really slowed us down and my kids were quite under the weather we were feeling a bit flat and tired and so actually having some sickness in the family and kind of limiting ourselves back to something of a little bubble was really great it just meant that we could kind of give ourselves that permission to rest and reset and that was awesome and just such a reminder that when we have a physical health challenge going on either for us or um, for someone in our family, it can actually feel a bit easier to adjust our expectations than what we kind of uh, struggle with where if we're having some kind of mental or emotional or general kind of energy challenge or feeling flat on that front and not because of sickness, it can feel much, much harder to adjust those expectations and so much easier to rest, to sloth around, to limit social time, Um, and all of those things if we have physical illness either ourselves or with other people around us so it was just such a nice reminder of what the pace of life can feel like if we allow it to kind of pull right back so that was really useful for us Uh, even though you know it wasn't quite what we wanted to not be having playdates and socializing with uh, other people with kids but you know, that was that. And then we uh, got to the point where he was well cleared up by the time we had our camping holiday. So really delighted to have been away. We just literally got back yesterday. And I have to say that something that happens for me is there's this kind of really building energy towards getting into my working year, getting into being creative again, because I feel like so much of my work 
uh, is creative or engaging with people. That's what kind of my experience of it is as it feels for me. Uh, even though it's, you know, things like counselling and it's, it's you know, some really hard work with the investigations that I do and other bits and pieces of consulting that I do, that all, for me, feels like something of a creative expression in the work that I produce or the things that I'm setting up on that front. So I always kind of feel this, like, building energy, getting into the year, and I'm always, you know, really keen to kind of hit the point where I can start getting back into that groove. So I'm feeling really ready for the year ahead, for the opportunities, for the challenges. Uh, and, you know, there's always that bit of uncertainty about what is the year going to entail, where are the challenges going to be, where are the ones you're predicting, but also, you know, what might pop up this year. There is just that, always that little bit of a sense of unknown going into a new year too. So whatever you're feeling about the year ahead, um, I'm here with you and uh, yeah really just want to acknowledge that all of that kind of mixture of feelings from excitement to trepidation to anxiety to potentially feeling overwhelmed or uh, you know feeling like this is going to be fun and I'm up for the adventure like you can have such a combination of all of those feelings and you can have all of those things in a mix as well it doesn't have to be uh, that you're feeling one thing you're allowed to have a mix-up and a jumble of feelings, and if that is you, you are perfectly normal. There we go. So yeah, this year ahead for me is going to include uh, some big work with my PhD. I haven't really talked about that here on the podcast before, but just in case you're not aware, uh, I am currently doing my PhD on a topic I feel really, really excited about, uh, not able to really talk about that too publicly at the moment in terms of what the topic is, but I have spent the last uh, six or seven months since I began this PhD journey really intensely into my reading on this topic. It's a very interdisciplinary, multidisciplinary topic, so I've been reading in all sorts of directions around gender and religion and theology and counselling and psychology and criminology and the law and all sorts of things and yeah, I've had this kind of intense time of reading, 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 and then now I get to start writing, and at some point this year, um, time t frame to be determined, I'll go for a process called confirmation, which is where I hand in a literature review uh, of everything I've read on this topic, and summarizing that, and making the case for why I want to undertake this research, and how it's going to contribute uh, internationally in terms of what is known about this topic and uh, how people who've had this particular journey, I know I'm being cryptic, uh, can be well supported through that and looking at what their experiences are and how therapy professionals help them. So that kind of gives you a little bit of an idea of uh, why I'm doing what I'm doing while I haven't been able to talk about the topic. But once I get through this confirmation process and my ethics approval, then I will be able to share a lot more about what is going on uh, in terms of the topic that I've chosen. It has got a little bit of a sort of PR risk element to it too, that just in terms of protecting my own process with the research, I need to hold my tongue, which is not something I'm very good at. Uh, I've had lots of people actually message me and say, I promise you I'm really, really good at keeping secrets. Please, can you just tell me? I mean, it's just me. Uh, so, yeah. That, that has been a little bit interesting, but in all honesty, there are some really good reasons why I have been 
keeping the topic under wraps and um, I'm looking forward to sharing more about that later on this year but that will be a big component of this year for me and I have sat down and I have written my goals for the year in my normal kind of format and you're going to hear a little bit more about that in this episode but what I want to talk about today is some of the problems that I see with New Year's resolutions and I kind of like that I am jumping into this conversation a little bit into January because a lot of people will have kind of had a couple of weeks now with their resolutions and they'll be you know seeing and feeling how those things are going and perhaps it is a good time to slightly give a little bit of uh, shape to what people might have already established or potentially the things that I'm going to raise might allow you to tweak or reshape a little bit uh, what you might have already set. And also, you may not like what I say. It may not challenge you in a way that you want to be challenged. And you can leave your resolutions and goals and intentions and whatever they are exactly as they are. But for what it is worth, these are some of my thoughts on the problems with resolutions. And really, if you have put some thought already into what you want out of this year, your goals, your resolutions, your intentions, whatever that looks like for you, then these questions should help you kind of tweak or filter those things and potentially give them just a little bit more shape. And so I hope that this is a valuable contribution to you. So it is a little bit of a, you know, gospel according to Charlotte. These are just my views, uh, but I'm going to give you those views in a forthright manner as per usual and you can decide what you do with them. So the first point I want to make in this episode is you really need to question whether you care about your goals. I see so often people make goals that they don't actually feel motivated or invested in. So they might make a goal around something where there is some social pressure, where uh, eyes are on them from other people or where they feel like they should have this goal. So perhaps, you know, things that come to mind are around losing weight or having a tidier house or having slightly different work habits or whatever that looks like. Does it really matter to you? Do, do you really care about those things? Is it causing you pain to have things the way that they are? Because we don't change until uh, we are really motivated towards tweaking those habits and making change in particular areas of our life. You know, is this just a wish that is driven by social pressure and is something that you feel should be on the list? Or do you actually really care about these things? And one of the reasons I think it's really important to ask this question is that so often in this kind of day and age, we look in a very comparative way at what other people are up to, what their goals might be, and that kind of shapes our thinking about ourselves. And so I like the permission giving moment of actually, do you care about this thing? Does this matter to you or not? Because it is important that you run that filter through whatever your goals are. Do I really care about this? Do I really care about this this year? What am I going to give up in order to prioritize this? Like, what is it that fades away or gets dialed down in order to dial up this thing, in order to have the capacity to put time and energy into this goal? So unless you're prepared to kind of do that work of, I'm going to make space for this, I'm going to dial this thing up, I'm suspecting you already have a busy life, 
Uh, and so what about kind of what gets given up and what is less of a priority in order to make this thing more of a priority? So give yourself that moment of really questioning, do you care about this? The next point I want to make is, do you have goals for categories that matter to you? Now, a real pet peeve of mine, I struggled so much and I kept thinking like, gosh, do I just burst back into podcast life or back intensely into social media to give everybody my views about what I'm seeing with these bloody ins and outs lists. Man, they drove me mental. I love the I love the idea of them, a list of, you know, what's in for this year is long walks and more mindfulness and better relationships and more fun and more time with my family and what's out is stress and anxiety and I'm like, oh, this is so vague and uh, I don't know how you're going to make those things happen. I fully believe in intentions and the way that they can focus us. Like, that is a beautiful thing, but goodness, is there, uh, is there you know, kind of anything more to this? And have you actually got goals for all of the categories that matter to you? So one of the first things I do when I'm setting my goals I use a table, um, it's just a made up literally word document that I um, that I use for my goals. So I make myself up a table. Now I am using kind of my template of my uh, previous year's tables. But the first thing that I do is I write down in one column the categories that I want to make goals in. So that might be parenting, relationships, you know, uh, it might be I've actually got some kind of interesting categories there around environmental goals and satiety goals. So if you're not in New Zealand, uh, one of the founding documents of this nation is the Treaty of Waitangi. And that is uh, really, really significant in terms of the relationship that Pākehā or non-Māori, non-Indigenous people in New Zealand stand in this land and exist in this place through this agreement that was made Um, many years ago, the Treaty of Waitangi, and it is through that that we have any right to be here and through that agreement that we as non-Indigenous people made promises to the Indigenous people of this land, Aotearoa New Zealand, around how we were going to live and be here and how we were going to relate to them as the Indigenous people. And so that really matters to me. So I've got goals and resolutions around what am I going to do to be a better treaty partner? My, um, yes, my first goals that come to mind are around how many kilos I want to lose. But gosh, the environment's a pretty big priority these days, isn't it? So I have environmental goals. One of the things I did last year that I'm actually going to rinse and repeat this year, I loved, which was... Um, my goal in the environment space was to make 12 changes across the year in our household that would better the environment. They were little small things like uh, getting reusable baking mats so I could stop buying baking paper to upgrading to an electric vehicle like we had kind of a real range of different things that we did like getting a worm farm re-established so that we could stop sending away all our green waste. They were down to like little things and bigger things but I had a goal for the year to do 12 things for the environment. Now I might not necessarily, unless I'd had those categories laid out, I might not necessarily have even considered any environmental goals because naturally where we go first is about how to be a better person, um, how to look better, how to achieve or perform better 
what we can get done in the year. And actually, I think it is incredibly significant to firstly sit down and work out what are the categories that matter to you. So uh, do you want to have some relationship goals? If parenting is a really, really big part of your world, what are you going to do to parent more in the way that you enjoy, more in the way that gives you life and works for the flourishing of your little people? Like, how are you going to make sure that there is an expression in your goals of the areas that matter most to you? A kind of sub thought or question in that is if you look at how your time is spent across your days and your weeks and your months, does this reflect your values? Now, I have to be really honest here in sharing that there was some time last year where if you looked at what my life looked like, you would have thought the only thing that's important to this person is work. And uh, actually, there were some things that were going by the by that were not acceptable to me. And so, you know, one really key thing there is that from a health perspective, uh, at the age that I'm at in my late 30s, I really want to use my time to show the focus and priority that I have on my health. So if you are kind of taking a look at how your time is spent, does this reflect your values? Are you comfortable with what your days and weeks look like in terms of how your time reflects your values? I know we all have to live, we have to draw an income in some manner, and so that, you know, obviously brings some constraints to our lives, but, you know, you only have to look at the time that you spend on social media to think about where you might get some more time. Um, We all have opportunities to redefine and reshape the time that we have in terms of where it is going. So if you look at how your time is spent, you might want to consider how this reflects your values for this year ahead. Another real pet peeve of mine is around intentions. Now, I love intentions. I have so enjoyed seeing people's key words that they have chosen for the year ahead. That is a beautiful thing. Um, and like go you if you've chosen a keyword but now what I want to ask you is what are your plans around how you will fulfill or hold this intention so I've, I've liked seeing those words but what plans are you going to have around those intentions so I know that it sounds like really really boring potentially to some people and it just might not be a system that works for you but in my little Uh, kind of shape of the year document that I make with my categories of goals and then writing out the specific goals in each of those categories I've actually got some plans written into that around when those things happen so some key dates or months I can't expect myself to do it all in the first quarter of the year I need some certain things through the winter months that are going to keep me focused and engaged and feeling like I'm growing and moving forward and having fun. So what does this kind of look like to actually go and work through how am I going to achieve those things? Like if you're wanting more mindfulness, what are your practices around that going to be? Where exactly is that going to fit? How are you going to measure that? Um, So getting down to thinking about, and I was trying really hard not to say anything about SMART goals (laughs) today, but, you know, thinking about getting more concrete and specific in what the plans you are you have um, behind those intentions. What are you going to do to make those things happen? How do you break those things down uh, so that you can really see where you are going and um, what it's going to look like to get there? 
Another question that I would ask that I, I think is really lost often when it comes to goal setting is sometimes we have the same goals year in, year out, and we might kind of have things that like, you know, we've never been able to achieve or we've never been able to kind of hold consistently that have been a wish or a desire that we have and we've never got there. So have you changed anything in terms of the support you have if you've had these goals before? So for example, and a classic example here is around something like getting fit. Uh, What are you going to do differently in that space? And actually, who are you going to put yourself under in order to get this happening? Like, who's going to support you? Who's going to lead the charge on this? If you think about, you know, um, you turn up to a personal trainer and they have got a plan. They're listening to you about your starting point A and your point B, where you want to get to. And their job is to work out the plan of how you're going to get there. And their job is to support you to get there. Now, that might that might be relevant for thinking about, you know, personal trainers. That might be relevant for thinking about, um, uh, you know, anyone that you go and see for guidance in terms of therapy professionals or going to see a great yoga teacher or whatever that looks like. But are you adding in any support to make it more likely that you can actually achieve this goal that you have set for yourself again? So uh, if you already know that this goal is hard for you, what are you changing in terms of the support that is behind you? It is totally okay to need support. Um, We can find ways to make that work. I know that times are tough economically for people at the moment. Feel free to ask me questions. I will always answer them. Um, but but find ways to make that work. Like you might not be able to afford to have a personal trainer, but you might be able to join some really helpful Facebook groups and make a commitment to how you show up in that or how you ask questions or you might start a little accountability group with some girlfriends, whatever that looks like. Um, I have to be really mindful that it's not always women listening to this. So girlfriends or boyfriends or whoever's, whoever you want. <laughs> I naturally find myself just super... Um, you know, imagining that it's women listening to this, but I know that it isn't. So go and find whoever it is, your tribe, your people who can support you through this change that you're wanting to make and in achieving this goal. There is nothing wrong with needing support. And uh, the classic kind of line is if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. If you think about that from a support lens, if you've always tried to do this thing, just white knuckling your way through it, and you've never had support before, then What about trying it with some support so you can hopefully get a different outcome? So do think about the support that you have behind your goals. The other question I would add into the mixer, are your goals balanced? I think these days we can get a bit too intense about self-improvement, about like being a better person, being a more mindful citizen, being a, you know, more zen parent or a more responsive and connected partner or you know we can get really really ultra intense about self-improvement goals and we can forget about having some goals in there around fun so I've got some adventure goals um I've also got uh here I go admitting this some vanity goals so I found that a few years ago I made myself a goal about being more vain about taking some better care of myself and my appearance. And um, yes, that's meant a little bit of cosmetic tattooing and a wee foray into Botox recently. But, you know, 
that's okay and those things are personal choices that you're actually allowed to make and I uh, without this goal just felt really guilty anytime I was doing anything like that for myself um, so it is okay to have goals for things that actually you find fun you find um, engaging or life-giving like I, I kind of like this vanity project I'm kind of enjoying it to be honest I look back on photos and think oh that's so cool now that I've got my lipstick tattooed on um, I really love that for me I really love that I can feel like I can show up in the world as a more vibrant reflection of myself um, if my face looks the way that it does now with a little bit of help like that's great go me um, so just think about are the goals balanced some of you are going to hate what I just said and that's totally fine we're still allowed to be friends or we're allowed to not be <laughs> but um, make sure that they are actually your goals and things that you're going to look at and go like yeah I love this plan that I have for me for the year there is some fun in this and even you know some of my plans for the year include some really great time away hopefully with girlfriends and some weird adventures with my kids and it is not all arduous I should have could have would have been a better person kind of stuff make sure you think about whether the goals are balanced and if there is enough in there about having fun and having the kind of year that you are going to look forward to remember this is about making a great year for yourself not just all about thou shalt be better thou shalt improve oneself like we can let go of that a little bit I think people so I don't know what you thought of any of this and I don't know what has stood out most to you but just a little bit of a recap of some of the things I've talked about consider whether you really care about your goals what potentially you're happy to dial down if you're dialing up this area do you have goals for the categories that matter most to you if you look at how your time is spent, does this reflect your values? If you've set an intention, what are your plans around how you will fulfill or hold this intention? Have you changed anything in terms of the support that you have if you've had these goals before? And are the goals balanced? Are there some goals in there that you're actually just really looking forward to that feel like a treat for you? So there we have it, some thoughts on goals. I am always super interested in hearing your thoughts if you have listened to this episode. It really gives me a buzz. Obviously, there's kind of um, no particular gain for me in doing this. Uh, I am not in a position of really looking for new clients. I sometimes have a little bit of wriggle room in getting people in uh, kind of onto my counseling books, but most of the time it's pretty jammed. Really, for me, starting this podcast was just about being able to put some knowledge and some expertise and insights hopefully out there into the world in my unique way um, and to try and kind of be able to reach a few more people than I can in a one-to-one -one setting and to kind of see where that journey takes me. So this is really a little labor of love that I'm happy to kind of do and just put out there for your benefit um, in the hope that it serves you and that, that there are occasionally little glimmers of something that you can hold on to that makes a difference in your life and makes a difference in how you show up in the world and then how you are for the people around you too. So it really means a lot to me to get your feedback. I love hearing what lands because then it helps me shape what else I'm creating in this podcast space. So please, please, please do feel free to send in your feedback. I'd love to hear from you. And as always, just remember, I'd love to connect with you if um, you haven't followed along on any of my social media platforms or anything like that. 
just as well to close if you are listening to this kind of uh, around about this time or actually at any point in time that you pick up listening to this episode. I would love to hear from you if you've got any ideas of topics that you'd like me to cover. I'm actually not short of ideas in terms of the things that my brain generates that I can talk about in this space. But what I wanted um, to, to really do and where this podcast started was answering questions from people uh, that I would often kind of be sending people really long voice notes in response to their questions and thought, gosh, uh, when I was getting the same questions, basically week in, week out, I should really be uh, putting these little recordings in some kind of format that works where they last. So voila, here we go with the podcast. And so if you have questions at any time on anything mental and emotional health related, relationship related, parenting related, or whatever related, what's for dinner related, I don't really care what your questions are. If I can help you, please feel free to get in touch. But if you do have some topics or questions that you would particularly like me to cover, on this podcast platform, then please let me know. I would welcome any of those ideas and being able to weave them into my plan for the podcast for the year. It's been lovely to be back with you. I hope I'm just sending all my energy through these little earwaves to you right now. And I hope that you have a really blessed year. I hope that this is a year where you find yourself in new and exciting ways where you get to enjoy this place this earth that we call home and enjoy the people that you have around you. I hope that if there are challenging things ahead in this year for you, that you can be aware of your own strength, that come what may, you will find the resources within yourself and reach out when you need to for the help that it takes to overcome whatever life's challenges are that are in your world right now. But I'm sending so much love, so much support, um, and my my friendship in this format um, to you and really hoping that you have a great year and that there is something in this episode that helps you shape up that wonderful year ahead in 2024. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love to connect, so feel free to find me on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to subscribe so you can see when the next podcast episode is out. See you next time.